getting organized is so important as a business owner, but particularly if you are a side hustler. Because things so quickly, you know, fall apart. The wheels will come off the wagon if you don't have a to-do list or something like a priority list, something to keep track of things, whether it's a digital journal, a digital calendar, or a physical diary that you would write in. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform, and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. We all know the overnight success story isn't really real. (laughs) It's not something that happens. We have to put in the hard yards. We have to put in the work. And for me, what that looked like for building my business was actually spending 10 months on the side of my full-time job. So I had a side hustle to start off with. And I I guess part of me started it because I wanted a bit of an extra cash. You know, I know that's why a lot of people start their their side hustles. They want another revenue stream. They want to go on a holiday or they want to buy a house and they just need that extra money because sometimes as good as we are at our jobs, um, it can become impossible to get a pay rise. And sometimes it just doesn't quite meet our needs. And I love that about a side hustle. I know people who have side hustles and still have their their full-time job. But for me, my goal was actually to quit my job. So I really, really focused on scaling my side hustle into something that could be my full-time income. And this process was about 10 months, 10 months of actually doing it. There was probably like three or four months before that, just planning and thinking and trying to build up the confidence to just do it. But throughout this 10 month process, I really did pick up some tips and tricks on managing a side hustle and some things about not to do. I did some things that probably I wouldn't recommend. So hopefully you guys in this podcast episode can learn from my mistakes. And I have four really core tips that I wanted to talk about today about how to build your side hustle while still juggling a full-time job, or maybe you are a full-time university student as well. I have had a lot of DMs and comments on my YouTube channel recently actually asking me for tips around this. So I thought, hey, why not put it all into a podcast episode? So if you were one of the people who sent me a message on Instagram or on YouTube asking about this, thank you so much for this recommendation, for this inspiration. And yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Let's dive into it with the very first tip. So we've got four to work through. And the first one that came to my mind when I was brainstorming this episode was discipline. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you guys. If you want to have a successful side hustle, something that's making you, you know, between one to $10,000 as a side hustle in a month, I know people who can make 10,000. For me, it wasn't possible. I got all the way up to 3,000, three and a half thousand was my final month um, juggling my full-time job and my side hustle, which was really awesome because I was matching my corporate salary. I didn't get paid much back then. It was kind of easy to match my salary. (laughs) But discipline is what really got me there. If you want to be making that kind of money while managing a nine to five job, you have to be investing your free time into your business. 
So what this looked like for me was actually with the first month that I launched my business, I did a challenge for my YouTube channel where I was waking up at 5am or trying to wake up at 5am every day. And I did that for a YouTube video, but it was actually really helpful for starting my side hustle because it gave me extra hours in the morning. I was waking up at that time. I was also living in the city. So I only had a 15 minute walk commute to work. I I lived in the city for about six months and it was the best commute. And well, now my commute is actually 15 seconds down the hallway. So I probably have bet that, (laughs) but and the point is, is I was making this extra free time for myself in the morning, having that discipline to wake up early, invest that time into my side hustle. Also, it meant, you know, coming home from work and doing a couple of hours then if maybe I hadn't done much in the morning or if I had extra work or if I had a new client inquiry that I had to send a proposal off to, having that discipline to be like, okay, I'm not going to come home and watch Netflix. I'm going to power through this work. Same thing comes with your weekends, right? If you want to build your side hustle and you're working nine to five or more like eight to six, Monday to Friday, you need to find other time, other sort of time slots in your week where you can do your side hustle work. And unfortunately, that probably will fall on the weekend. So it means, you know, as well as having fun on the weekend, as well as, uh, you know, hanging out with friends, going out to dinner, whatever it is, you still need to allocate time for your side hustle. So it meant for me, like if I was going to go hang out with my friends for the evening, it would mean the morning would be all about work, you know, smashing out as much work as I could do and then having my free time. I wish I could give you guys some kind of secret knowledge or tip that you can be like, oh, this is how you create more time for yourself. But there really isn't a magic trick. The only thing that's going to help you is being disciplined and actually allocating time to work on your side hustle and being really strict on yourself. You know, when it got closer to me quitting my job and my business was really picking up, I was getting more clients. For me, this actually looked like working through my lunch breaks. I'd bring my laptop into the office. When it was lunchtime, I would have 30 minutes. That was all I was allowed for lunch. And I would sit in the staff room, in the lunch room, and I would eat my lunch, shovel some food down, and then be typing away, editing images, writing out emails. And the same thing at that point, I had moved home with my parents because I was preparing to quit my job and was like, let's streamline those expenses. This is terrifying. (laughs) I'd moved back with my parents and I was back to catching the bus. So I had, you know, that hour commute each way in the morning back. And I utilized that. I would sometimes bring my laptop on the bus and sit on the bus with my laptop, editing images, working away. Other times I'd just be on my phone, you know, writing captions, getting posts ready for my clients, you know, doing a bit of bulk caption writing as well. And that was how I really utilized every sort of spare moment of my day. Now, one thing I will say is I got very burnt out (laughs) in that final month. And if you've listened to my first podcast episode, you'll know a lot of things went wrong in that month. And I was I was really terrified about leaving my job. I'm not going to lie. It it is a scary, scary thing to do. And I was so worried I wasn't going to have enough money. I was just throwing everything into my business, trying to get as many clients as possible to, you know, help me with this transition and to give me that confidence. Like if I booked another three clients in November when it came to being full-time in December, you know, I already had them ready to go. Like I kind of had this scarcity mindset where I was trying to take on every client possible, even though I wasn't full-time yet, just because I was trying to prepare for that transition. And I got really burnt out. 
So it is a matter of balancing this, you know, being disciplined, investing your free time into your business, but don't go overboard. And if you find yourself working in every single spare second of the day, you know, getting up early, working late, having no social life, that is a sign that maybe you do need to leave your job. You need to choose one or the other. My second tip that really kind of goes along nicely with this is finding clients who respect your time and boundaries. Now, this is only kind of relevant for those of you working in a service-based business where you are working with clients. But one thing that I, I think I was pretty lucky, my, my clients were understanding. And to be honest, at that point, I was working with a lot of other side hustlers. So, you know, we were used to emailing each other at 8 p.m. at night or working on on weekends. We had that, that kind of really united work hours, which worked really well. But I have heard from my students and my students in the Dishing Up Digital School, which is my coaching program. If you haven't heard me talk about it, because I talk about it a lot, I love it. But some of my students have had issues where clients just expect things to be turned around like that. Like at the snap of their fingers, they want a post edited, they want graphics redone, or they want images edited. And you need to explain to your clients when you bring them on that, you know, you are a contractor, you're not their full-time social media manager, but also that, you know, you are working full-time. So you are only available in XYZ hours to answer emails or to do work. You know, my, my clients, I was always communicating with them when it, you know, I started off doing a lot of product photography for social media. And I was always communicating like, hey, look, you know, if you want new images or you want extra images, they have to be done on the weekend. So if like you let me know on a Tuesday, like, hey, I want this extra image done or like, hey, we have this promotion coming up. I can't turn it around that quickly. It has to wait to the weekend, you know. So it's really important to communicate with your clients so they understand that. And that they don't start walking all over you, expecting things at the snap of their fingers, wanting you to do stuff at, you know, Wednesday at midday. And you're like, well, I actually have another job to do. Because at the end of the day, like you're still you're still committed to your full time job, even if maybe you're in the position like me and you're wanting to quit and you don't love your full time job. You still have a commitment. You've still signed a contract. You still work for that employer, that company. You need to make sure you're giving your best energy there. And I always say, like I say a lot, I never like to burn bridges. I think the industry is so small, especially in New Zealand. Everyone knows someone who knows someone. You want to make sure you're leaving your job on the best terms. So make sure you're not, you know, taking sick days to work on your side hustle. Like for me, that's just like not the right thing to do. I remember I definitely took some long weekends when I was visiting like my ex. I would take a long weekend and I'd use that extra Monday to like work on my side hustle. And yeah, so there's there's the opportunity maybe to take a day off, but don't don't push the envelope too far. You know, don't neglect your full-time job and run into trouble there because you're too busy jumping through hoops for your clients. Tip number three, I was about to say two, but we're up to three, is the big O. It is organization. Oh, yeah. Probably not the big O everyone was thinking I was going to (laughs) say. But getting organized is so important as a business owner, but particularly if you are a side hustler. Because things so quickly, you know, fall apart. The wheels will come off the wagon if you don't have a to-do list or something like a priority list, something to keep track of things, whether it's a digital journal, a digital calendar, or 
a physical diary that you would write in. I actually had a work diary, which had all of my like interviews and appointments and deadlines. And then in the back of that, it was like I flipped it over and I had a little catalog of my side hustle clients. So it was quite funny having it in the same notebook. I still have it. It's in my parents' house. And it, it, yeah, it has these two sides to it, like my full-time gig. And then you'd flip to the back of it and it would have my clients that I was going through, um, you know, keeping track of things like invoices and deposits, what had been paid, what projects had been completed. I had like a little highlighter system and it was all color coded when I'd sent people projects. But I also had priority lists. So a priority list is like, like a to-do list, but I really prioritize things as it would say in the name. <laughs> so the most important things would go at the top and then the least important things would be at the bottom and it would be an order, like a hierarchical order of importance. And this meant that I was making sure I wasn't getting stuck on like the little things that weren't really that important. Like, I don't know, like posting on my own Instagram or I don't know, like pitching to more clients when actually that month I already had four clients so I didn't need any more or, or just making sure I was organized. Like maybe I had a client who wanted a project done, you know, in, uh, I don't know, August, but you know, it wasn't August yet. So I didn't really need to work on that yet. So they'd paid a deposit, but I had someone who was, you know, they had photos that were due the next week. So it was all about prioritizing everything. So every little thing got written down on this list so that I wouldn't forget anything anyone contacted me about. I learned that, learned that very quickly because I thought I had a really good memory until I started side hustling and I would forget things because you're just juggling so many things. There's so many emails, so many different clients, so many different requests. So any little thing, even if it was something as simple as, hey, can you just post this story for me? Or can you change the this word in our Instagram bio? Or can you update this link next week for our sale that's going to be in the link in bio? Whatever it was, it went on my list, the master list, the priority list. So it's all about just having some sort of organizational system, making sure things are getting written down, making sure payments and invoices are recorded, contracts are signed, you know, having those systems in place, everything is nicely organized so you don't forget because it is hard juggling all of these different roles, your full-time job, your side hustle, your personal life. You need to make sure you're keeping track of everything because if you forget about something, it's not a great look. You know, your clients aren't going to like you. They may not renew your contract if you're just constantly forgetting things. So it's really, really important to do this. Now, my fourth and final tip for this episode is all about goal setting, setting a clear goal for yourself. Now, this may sound a little bit wishy-washy, it may not sound that important, but after working with so many students in my program and in my private coaching programs and doing this myself, I've noticed this common theme that if you don't have those goals, something you can measure, something you can reach, something you can follow, you do kind of fall off the path a little bit and you need those goals, you need that motivation to keep yourself in check to keep yourself oh my gosh oh my gosh that's my dog snoring I was like hearing this through the headphones like what is that noise Mika excuse me you're interrupting the podcast oh her little tail is wagging at me Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I always hear these weird noises through my microphone when I'm recording. It was always sound like someone's breaking into my house or like the amount of time I've stopped a podcast episode and walked out into the hallway being like, hello, is anyone there? <laughs> but it's okay. It's just my dog snoring today. Where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, setting goals. Yes. Yeah, so what I've found is a lot of my students will come to me who are side hustling and they'll be like, 
oh yeah like I think I want to book one client this month or they'll say something like that like they'll set themselves this wishy-washy goal and I find that if you don't have something really clear really solid to work towards you kind of make excuses for yourself you know you instead make the decision to use your free time to hang out with friends, to go to the movies, to do all these fun things because you don't feel motivated enough. You don't have that accountability. You don't have that discipline like we talked about in the first set, in the first point, I mean the first tip, because that discipline for me, that really comes from setting my goals, you know, having that clear vision of where I'm going. So it's not like I want to book one client this month. It's like, okay, I have four weeks to book two clients and I'm going to make $1,000. Then the next month, I'm going to make $2,000. And the next month, I'm going to make $2,500. So it's actually setting really clear goals and really clear timelines for when you want to accomplish these so that you can give yourself something to check in on, something to measure yourself against. And, you know, maybe it will get to two and a half weeks, you know, halfway through the month and you're looking at your goals and you're like, oh, wow, I wanted to make $1,000 this month and I've only made $200. Let's kick things up a notch. Let's, you know, wake up earlier tomorrow and send off a whole bunch of pitches. Let's invest in this side hustle. And for me, it was also about setting that goal to eventually leave my job. And for some of you guys, like I said in the beginning, you may just want to make some extra cash. And that's a really important thing to figure out. Do you want to leave your job? How much money do you want to make to leave your job? Or is it, hey, I want to buy a house and I just want extra money. Well, how much do you need to save? How long are you going to give yourself to save this money? How much more do you need for your deposit? All sorts of little things that will just sort of help you have that clearer path. And this for me was what helped me build my side hustle so successfully because I set myself really ambitious goals and I fought really hard to meet those. You guys will have heard in previous podcast episodes, I did that 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. That was my goal for the first three months. It was like, I'm going to make 1,000, then I'm going to make 2,000 in the second month. And the third month, it will be 3,000. And I kind of said it because I I really loved the organized kind of one, two, three flow of it. (laughs) And I didn't match 3,000 on the third month. But it was just the fact that I tried and I had this really clear goal that I was working towards that helped me stay motivated, that gave me that vision, that gave me that pathway so I could manage the side hustle while also working full time. When I was sort of having a bit of a Google round and and researching for this podcast episode and trying to throw my mind back to over two years ago now when I was side hustling, it was interesting because I think everyone has a lot of tips. You know, there's a lot of advice out there. And I think judging from my messages and comments from you guys, you know, there's a desire to find out these tips, to figure out how you can do it, how you can make this juggle work. But honestly, the key thing that I want you guys to take away is just the fact that you have to be disciplined, that you have to put in a little bit of that hustle and that grind. You have to have those goals and to keep yourself motivated. Because all of these articles that I was reading and and researching about, you know, they tried to give you things about, you know, getting organized and, you know, having systems and routines and et cetera. And I think all of these things are helpful. But at the end of the day, it does come down to you. Comes down to you and you making this decision, you making this commitment and you being disciplined enough to continue with this side hustle and manage this full time part-time juggle. I keep saying juggle. I'm sorry. I've said that so many times on this podcast, but that's what it is. It's the only way I can describe it. 
And it, it does come down to you and it does come down to the individual. And this is why I say not everyone can run a business. Not everyone can have a side hustle because not everyone has that discipline and that motivation in themselves to keep going. And I see this time and time again with even the students who come into my programs. There's the ones who are super successful. You know, there's ones who go on to have their own amazing businesses, who go full time in their business. And it's amazing to watch. But there is the odd person who does kind of slip away into the shadows a little bit. Those people that get busy with life, who get distracted by other things. And honestly, it's just to me, they don't have that discipline and they don't have that drive. And that is what is the most important thing for entrepreneurs, for aspiring entrepreneurs. Really work on those goals, really work on something that gives you that motivation. You know, maybe it is hiring a coach, maybe it is doing a course to give you that accountability, to, you know, give yourself a a role model to look up to. But find something that works for you. You can Google, you can read all these articles, you can listen to a podcast like this. But at the end of the day, if you want to build your side hustle while working full time, it comes down to you and how driven you are and finding something that works for you. And with that being said, I'm going to leave it here for today's podcast episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do in my business, actually, just to sit down here and just chat about all things business on the podcast. So I really hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes this year. We have one more before we wrap it up for 2021. I hope you guys are excited for the new year and all of the new content to come. Make sure you're following me on Instagram as well at Alan McKenzie. As usual, everything will be linked in the show notes below. So make sure you check those out and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.